Hello, all you lovely listeners. Um, welcome. Thanks for the listen. Uh, I just wanted to preface this episode um, saying that it's a couple weeks late. Um, I couldn't get to editing it, editing it until right now. Um, law school is difficult. And then also I had some family stuff going on. I was on the road for a little bit. But um, Mitch Wiecek and LN Capo stopped by. and We talk about current events and also cryptocurrency. D joins us. So the whole gang's there. It's a great podcast. Give it a listen. Um, and also, one slight correction, um, XRP is not available on Coinbase. We said it was, but it's not. Um, thank you for listening. Check us out. Leave a like. Leave a subscribe on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. This is the Luchadors of Liberty. Get them out of Iraq as well. And I wouldn't start a war in Libya. I'd quit bombing Yemen. And I'd quit bombing Pakistan. I'd start taking... This is how the war on drugs is presented. We're concerned about your health, so we're going to send you to prison. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is America. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. You're frustrated with mainstream ideologies. If you're an active duty soldier, then these absurdly common factors that accompany being a critical thinking human being now coin you as a potential terrorist. Welcome to the Luchadors of Liberty, episode 18. And in the guest corner, hailing from Ancapistan, weighing in at 1 million doges, El Ancapo. Oh, yeah. And he's making his debut, folks. This is the debut, right? right. The debut in the world of podcasting. Yeah. All right. So... We brought you here today. You got the Bitcoin shirt on, uh, and and uh, you know where where can people get the shirt? First off, go ahead and get the plugs out of the way, right? First yeah. off, you can find shirt on the Libertarian Frontier, uh, not the <laughs> Frontier Project, the Libertarian Frontier. Also find it at theproudlibertarian.com. Awesome, and uh, you're listening to uh, the Luchadors Liberty on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. So if you're gonna find our show on any of the podcatchers. Go search a higher frequency podcast network. We're working on separating it out, but right now it's all under one umbrella. Um, D, he's yeah. he's here again. I'm, I'm here. I'm here every episode. He's it, still here. It's kind of just what I do. I show up and I talk. Yeah, he does. <laughs> all right. So let's get started. We brought you here today um, on April 14th, 2021. Coinbase IPO has just released to the public, right? Just Coinbase just went public. So what, what does this mean for all of the non-crypto traders out there probably listening to the podcast right now? I think it is big because it basically shows people that cryptocurrency is here to stay. It is big in the world and it is now hitting Wall Street. Uh, Coinbase, they seem to be going more the traditional routes through Wall Street, through the banks, through things like that. And normally the crypto scene, myself included, are very not very friendly to these people. So too many fees, right? Oh God, yes. That's well, they 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 tax. Can I curse? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. They tax up the ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one downside. The they tax the ass. They tax the ass. <laughs> but uh, they 
But the the not the wrestled considered tax. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> but um, of course, though, this is you know it's still good because it introduces Coinbase is the best app it seems like for normies. Most new people who are new to cryptocurrency, they are not going to be using Binance or Crypto.com. I was using Binance, but uh, they they kind of don't like Americans right now, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they are not allowed in America. Yeah, they right. They never so, have been. They yes. just, uh, there were always loopholes around. People would use VPNs and whatnot. Personally, I am not a fan of Binance either, but that's a whole other story. But um, they're going a different route than Coinbase. What, what does LN Capo use as far as crypto trading? Crypto.com. Crypto.com. All right, awesome. <laughs> it's easy. Easy to remember. Yeah, it's it is easy, easy to remember. remember. And I'm yeah. pretty sure the guy who was squatting on that domain got buttloads of money from <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. So what about, uh, like, do you keep it, your stuff on a ledger? A ledger? Um, the cold wallets, I think, are the best. Yeah, it's cold wallets. Sort yeah. of those hard storage, those type of things. Uh also, some people even use paper wallets, where you basically have two QRs, you would depth out deposit and then sweep the wallet whenever you want to mm -hmm. take off. Um, the only thing with that is then you're dealing with something that's, you know, paper. Yeah, and you yeah. don't want to end up like that one guy, what, lost like $123 trillion worth of Bitcoin, right? Because he lost his password. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. The guy, he, can't, he has two more attempts to enter the password. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's that not guy. because of Bitcoin. That's because of the security he put on his computer. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not because of the wallet with the, no, with no, the no, code? No, no. Okay. I, I read about that. It was like he, and I used to do these sort of things back when it was a lot easier to do this on a computer. <laughs> but um, the good old days, the wild west of crypto. The wild west of cryptocurrency and the internet. So you bought drugs off the Silk Road is what <laughs> you're saying. Okay, all right. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the Silk Road earlier yeah. in preparation for the I, podcast. I do think, though, that because the federal government couldn't get a hold of Satoshi Nakamoto, they went for the next person they could look for, and that's why they might have gone after Ross. Yeah. But... Mm. Um, Hopefully he gets free one day. Well, this yeah. is a perfect podcast to uh, talk about the fact that I did spend twelve hundred dollar bit twelve hundred Bitcoin on the Silk Road back in twenty fourteen. So, oh well. Yeah, you want to feel some pain? That's a buying legal stuff, right? Buying legal stuff, yes. <laughs> legal stuff through you know the dark, the dark web. It's legal somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the legal. dark web. Well, that was the thing. Like all the things. Uh, all the you hear all these horror stories about the dark side of the internet and all that, and there, there's one show on YouTube in particular. I think it's the Information Graphics YouTube channel or something like that. Uh -huh. They have one video talking about the dark web, which shows all these things, and anyone who has any idea of technology or anything like that knows most of the things they're showing aren't even possible. Yeah. I think I think I've seen something along those lines. Like one guy. Uh, has a YouTube channel. He debunks like a lot of these dark web videos. He's like, you can find the stuff on the regular open internet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was the uh, I think some ordinary gamer. The guy's name. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he made a really good point where it's like a lot of this stuff you can just go on Reddit and find it. It's not too difficult. And even with like Facebook, once in a blue moon, you know, something will slip through the cracks, and it's like, how the f how the fuck is this not getting censored? You yeah. Know? Like. So all in all, the Coinbase IPO, kind of good for, I guess, people who don't want to get into crypto, but they're like, I think crypto is going to do good. I think Coinbase is going to do good. And then also for people who are into crypto, they're like, I know Coinbase is going to do good. Yeah. yeah. I, I use Coinbase. Uh, I want to switch over to something else, but it's just so easy. It's, right? the, it's the most basic one out there. Yeah. And um, it is the easiest to check. Trans like, it's just the easiest to deal with. Yeah. Um, as I've told people, it's 
practically boomer proof if you want to not count the cash app. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, it's kind of like Robin Hood. Like, I, I want to move everything away, but it's just so easy. You know, I, I, after everything with the Wall Street bets, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't like them, you know? Well, it's not even that. The cryptocurrency exchange isn't really an exchange. You can't withdraw or deposit crypto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, say if I want to sell my Bitcoin... Um, I can't go to the Robinhood exchange, go somewhere to deposit it, and then sell that Bitcoin with them. No, you're pretty much just betting on the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they can kind of choose what price it's at, right? Like when you tried to sell your Dogecoin, Harry tried to sell his Dogecoin. Harry's our roommate uh, for anyone watching. In the hectic times where everyone's like, sell, 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 uh, Robinhood was selling a lot of people I know at like the lowest price possible. You know, and it's like, why, why is that happening to everyone? I don't know. So I don't know if that's something in their algorithm or if they, you know, have that. If I say you know one more time, can you just slap me in the yeah, face? Yeah. I hate when people just say you know Just slap too. me right that's in the, the fucking face, dude. Yeah. It's, it's so annoying. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> why, why did Dogecoin just all of a sudden... Why are people buying Dogecoin? A uh, lot of things. Memes, for starters. Um... Another thing, too, is like Elon and Mark Cuban have really kind of been pushing things. I think Mark Cuban put out a tweet saying that we've, we've taken many payments in Dogecoin for Mavericks tickets and we don't plan on selling anything. Yeah. Which uh, that just is like, that came out of the blue because for a long time, Mark Cuban has been very wishy-washy on cryptocurrency. Have you ever seen him on Shark Tank? You know, mm-hmm. he's yeah. been, you know, talk, talk crap about Bitcoin on multiple occasions. Well, I mean... He's obviously conforming to what everyone knows is, I guess, impending. Like, cryptocurrency is the new inter- internet, like the invention of the internet, the invention of cryptocurrency. That's how I feel. About oh, and there's, yeah, well, yeah, there's been like tons of, there's tons of great technology out there that's literally just been sitting out there that nobody has really been acknowledging as much as they should. Like, for instance, the Brave browser and basic attention token. Um, that is like one of the most amazing things out there. They basically have taken, if you're not using Brave, I mm-hmm. highly recommend looking it up. It has anti Yeah, explain it to us, please. It's basically a browser which was uh, made on Chromium. So it's on something similar to Google Chrome. Um, so you can go and download the same like Chrome plugins. And they work Chromium's on an operating system that they function some cryptos on, right? I don't know about that specifically. I'm not that into um, the technical end of things. Yeah. But at least with Brave, the thing is they have, um, aside from a really good um, anti-spyware, anti-adware, different things built in so that they're not leaky like most ad blockers for things like Firefox or Chrome, um, they also have something known as Brave Rewards, which um, content creators can basically go link their website or link their YouTube, Twitter, Reddit, it, they have many options actually. You can link your accounts and basically people can tip you in basic attention tokens. Oh, okay. It's kind of like a whole... So it functions like a Twitch stream almost where you've got like people who are paying bits to in- enjoy whatever content is being made. Uh, kind of, I would say more like Patreon almost. More like, okay, yeah, that like, makes sense. Like I'm a big fan of the basic attention token. I, I use it instead of Patreon or any of these things. Like, I, I, like. Shout out to people like Michael Malice and Tim Poole who accept it, you know? Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. I might, I have to look into, look into that. Cause I like, did some research I've been using Patreon, paper, but I don't but really like I, it. I didn't actually use it. Yeah. He's writing his paper on something very inter- interesting. Yeah, I actually just, I just uh, sent it to my professor yesterday. So I'm going to see if I can get it published. But it's on blockchain and its applications in the future for autonomous shipping. Oof, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's so much. That's with it. super technical. But I guess 
Most blockchains actually function on Python or Python derivative languages. And a lot of the AI and deep learning is coded in Python. So a lot of these ships that are fully autonomous moving through the ocean can actually send information in the same code as the blockchain across seas so that you can have communications with wallets, with bank accounts, with that sort of stuff so that you can have transactions occurring. Are we going to have captains own. droning ships? Essentially, yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It, I, I fell down a rabbit hole when I went to research because I was just going to write it on blockchain to begin with. And then I saw this whole thing with autonomous shipping and I was just like, I was so deep in that rabbit hole and just never came out. <laughs> yeah, there's there is so much out there that you just there's a million different rabbit holes in the world of cryptocurrency <laughs> yeah that's the cool thing about it though and why why we're excited to have you on because blockchain and cryptocurrencies are just i mean it's the way of the future i'm all oh, for yeah. it i just there it's just so technical it's hard to you know get a grasp of yeah the uh with the a lot of the more basic stuff there's like um you know, with Bitcoin, it's I kind of see it like PayPal. You don't have to understand how it works to send stuff to and from. Um, that one is just a currency, you know. Mm. It's when you start getting into things like Ethereum that it's like a lot of these coins like um, Brave, for example, that's built on top of Ethereum. It's almost like it's the underlying network and then you have all these other tokens and like little things built on top of it. It's like it's on the internet almost. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, definitely. I mean, that's where my, the website Minds.com, which is an alternative to uh, Facebook and Twitter and places like that, um, it's built on top of Ethereum. They have their own uh, token. They have, it's um, yeah, you know, really really well done thing. The, I, I need to get my minds looking a lot better. I mean, I'm trying I to shouted out this show. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah do it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Maybe Jordan Peterson be like, hey, you're using my website. <laughs> I don't oh know. no, that that's uh, I think that's uh, not not Peterson. I'm thinking of Dave Rubin. The um, I think it's that locals. Is a Beatle. A Beatles joining the podcast. Only in Florida. Only in Florida. Yeah, yeah. we're lucky it's not an alligator, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, that's one of the best parts about Florida. Your nature, it's just inside your house with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm liking it. I love living in Florida. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. some whiskey. It's a very interesting state. It's been weirdly a very pro-cryptocurrency state. I think yeah. it's the, the mayor of Miami has been very pro-blockchain. Um, yeah. There's even lots of great groups like the, I think it's the Blockchain Center, which has been doing a lot to try and educate people. And that's uh, out of Florida? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, We're uh, a pretty forward state. It's very strange. It's really weird. You wouldn't expect Florida, am I right? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, all the old people are in Florida. Meanwhile, Miami mayor allows cryptocurrency for parking tickets. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay. That's... <laughs> It's because they want the money, though, right? Yeah. Like they understand how. I mean, they're not—they're not stupid. Like they're not basically, stupid. what happened was back in back in the day, FDR made it illegal to trade use gold as a currency, basically. Oh, are we gonna and, shit on FDR on a libertarian podcast? Oh my God, no one's ever done that. <laughs> no, I'm totally wow, the first so one to ever do this. <laughs> never, never. Total nuance here. But um, basically, what happened was, you know, by getting rid of gold and making the uh, dollar the only thing that people could exchange on. Um, he basically removed an option from the marketplace. Yeah. And it seems like whenever you remove options that people want, eventually it'll find a way to creep back in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what happened with cryptocurrency. It's become that another option in the market that you know, people wanted because they, they got rid of gold. Yeah, and it makes sense. And the way it was explained to me on some podcast I was listening to, I, I don't know who to give credit for it, uh, but it's say it has the same value as gold, 
and you need to take it somewhere. You can't just take all your gold somewhere with you. You can take your, you know, your Bitcoin with you. Yeah, so that's, everywhere. It's the, oh, here. It's the, yeah, <laughs> it's the utility of it, right? Um, yeah. But what's the utility of Dogecoin? The memes, right? The memes. You're, you're a proponent uh, of memes. It, do you think Dogecoin is going to, like, advance their yeah. technology at all, or is I, this it? I legitimately do not know what to say. Here's why. <laughs> a month ago, I was talking to a friend, and I remember telling him Dogecoin will never go past 10 cents. Oh, there you go. And considering <laughs> today we are currently at 12 cents, what is it, 12... Uh, it hit 13 earlier. 13, <laughs> somewhere 14 yesterday. Yeah, like, it almost hit 15 last night. I, I almost sold. I didn't do it. I held. I, I All I can think now is, like, okay, maybe I was wrong, but I really don't know what to say, because <laughs> it's like... It's been a, it's one of those coins that's been been around since the dawn of crypto. Mm-hmm. You know, it was made as a joke even. Yeah. And I I'll be honest, I never expected it to even hit a penny. Yep. Like, it is beyond my comprehension why it is. I should have bought a thousand dollars back then. Should have. I should have, could have, would have. Yeah, went. that's that's the story of my. I will life. tell you something from the wrestling world. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, and some get rained out if the event is outside. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels got an ass kicking coming towards him later, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Actually, I don't know. He's I, he's older, tired. Yeah, I, I yeah, feel yeah. bad. I yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> um, so let's get off Dogecoin. I don't want to spend the whole crypto topic on Dogecoin, right? Yeah. Um, XRP uh, now looking for a settlement with the SEC, right? Uh, this is huge for all cryptocurrencies because the whole lawsuit was over whether XRP is going to be considered a security or uh, whatever else it might be considered as, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's huge that they're settling because if that question never makes it to court, it just gives other cryptos more time to create a more solid foundation to where the government at that point can't get rid of them. I, my, I've been seeing all this going on and the only thing I'm wondering is how the hell is the XRP uh, pumping how it is? Like, it's, it has been going up tremendously, and it's yeah. like, it's not on Coinbase, it's not on Crypto.com. I think it's only on some of the no KYC. It's, it's on Coinbase. Finance. It's on, well, no, I thought it was removed from Coinbase, though. It was temporarily. I think you yeah, can buy some up. now. It's back up. Mm-hmm. Coinbase and Binance, you can both buy, buy a Ripple on, because okay. I have a Ripple. Okay. I had a bunch of Ripple back in the day, sold it, and then got put at uh, Body Ethereum. See, I held mine through. <laughs> Never owned any. Yeah. I... I didn't believe in the idea of centralization. Right, it's centralized in one company, correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah. The only reason I bought it was for that, because I bet on the fact that the U.S. government was going to try and regulate Ripple, because mm-hmm. it was centralized and it was easy to regulate. So I put some money in, and I'm like, I know the U.S., this is the one the government's going after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't go after anything else. I didn't quite go there. Yeah, people in-depth. still... Good, good. Yeah, like you, there's people you can go after with Ripple. You can't, uh, you can't exactly go after Satoshi Nakamoto because no one knows who it is. Okay. It could be a person. It could be a group. It could be AI. It could no be Paul LaRue. It could be Adam Back. It could be Hal Finney. It could be anyone. Uh, it could be a whole number of different people. I like to picture my Satoshi Nakamoto with wings and it's a halo. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's you. Yeah, that would be insane. Never know. <laughs> Never know. Yeah, and then you have to come back under another alias. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, where are we at? XRP, right? Um, the implications of that, I think it's going to go down a little bit, right, after this, because it's yeah. kind of hyped up. Yeah, right? there's a pump going on right yeah. now, for sure. Super pumped. 
That's just us speculating. By the way, none of this is financial advice. Or legal advice. Or if legal advice. We don't advice. to say anything law-related. Yeah, if we happen to. We are not financial advisors. No. Uh, do we have any more crypto crypto questions on the on the board? Yeah, so I was actually talking about... Oh, wait, about wait, everybody. yeah. So, so going from centralization to decentralization and oh, the yeah, yeah. new the DeFi coins. Yes. So this is huge in the crypto world right now. Can we explain... Uh, to someone who doesn't really know about it, what DeFi is. Yeah, DeFi is decentralized finance. Um, it's A lot of it, from what I have seen, is kind of in that same realm of what I was talking about before, where you have all these things built on top of Ethereum. Um, some of the more finance things I am not too savvy with, but I do have seen a lot of stuff pop up, even in the world of like NFTs and stuff like that. So, um, non-fungible tokens, right? Yeah, well, that's part of it. It's, there's, there's all sorts of different things. It's, it really is incredible to see what is built on top of these networks. And for me, what I see the most practical is, like, what can I use in my day-to-day -day life? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the ones that I tend to see are things, as we talked about, the basic attention token. There's also um, things like DAI, which I think will eventually be very useful. I've heard about it. Can you explain that one a little bit? Because I've heard yeah. about it and I haven't... So you have these different stable coins in the world of crypto. You mm -hmm. have, of course, USD, uh, USDT, which I am not tether, a fan tether. of. Tether. Tether. Yeah. Yes, it's Correct. basically just uh, a fund which has um, uh, US dollars in an account that are supposed to back up one dollar to one tether. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of that because it's still completely tied to the dollar. I don't believe they actually have those dollars either. Yeah, well, who knows? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I do not trust them personally, uh, yeah. considering Bitfinex. And I think Arthur Hay has just recently handed himself over to the feds. Oh. So, the, yeah, a lovely situation brewing there if no one's paying Rip. attention. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with DAI, the thing is, it's built decentralized. Um, so there's no centralized entity that can freeze your DAI wallet. And the way DAI is generated is basically people lock up Ethereum or different cryptocurrencies, and when it's locked up, you generate DAI. So it's kind of like staking. Mm. Yeah, to some degree, yes. Uh, if you ever want to get your crypto out again, it would be one of those things where you'd have to get some DAI and you know give it to them and everything. But yeah. you know, it's a, it's a stable coin which is decentralized. Personally, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I like that good. concept. So it's kind of kind of like interest on, on your crypto. Well, that, that's the problem. Even with something like USDC, which is closer to a cryptocurrency than Tether is, mm -hmm. um, it is still very centralized. USDC can freeze your account. Um, and just to get a little bit conspiratorial too, USDC seems to have been created by Steve Mnuchin and uh, was used by the US government to, to uh, what does the article say? Um, meet, meet foreign policy goals in Venezuela. We've seen the papers. We have the documents. Oh, they even admit to it. <laughs> they even admit to it. I, I have the documents because you go to Google and look it up. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Alex Jones. We, we like to bring him up every podcast casually. That's yeah. Like, I mean, we either roast him or we talk well of him. Yeah. But... The one known as Alejandro Jones. Yeah, Alejandro <laughs> Jones. We need to get him in a loose door mask. Huh? <laughs> I, I bet that one would be tight. Oh my god, you'd have to make a huge one for that that head. Yeah, I, I would. I would have to come here just to be in the room. So, <laughs> so if you're gonna bet on a DeFi coin, die. I mean, DAI isn't one to bet on in regards to investments. It's a stable coin. Stable so coin. it's like, yeah. um, Long -term. if you ever need a stable coin, it's the one that I, I personally endorse. Myself. What about SushiSwap? Oh, you know, the swaps, the yeah. decentralized exchanges. There's a lot of those. Um, yeah. There's, um, so these, so decentralized exchanges different from your yeah, yeah, DeFi coins. Well, decent, well, de decent, DEX is generally, um, a decentralized exchange is kind of an alternative to something like Coinbase. Um, even crypto.com and stuff like that. 
Basically, with exchange, decentralized exchanges, you have people providing liquidity. I'm sorry, you guys you just got really American, then you got really Polish. <laughs> What's going on, Elian Capo? I am an immigrant. I need to speak. I need to speak good. Okay. Show me your vaccine passport right now. Hey, hey, hey! Am I being detained? <laughs> am I being detained? <laughs> You're free to go. You're free to go. Or stay and drink with us. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you have? Yeah, Harry had so many. He was. I didn't realize how upset I would make him just by asking him a, a couple questions. Well, you didn't have to trigger him or anything, just... Yeah, that, well, that, that's kind of what I did. Just read the good parts, you know, like the Communist Manifesto. Okay, so he actually... <laughs> him and I both had this question, but um, what do you think would have happened if Ripple hadn't settled? Like, that goes to court, what do you think? That's a tough question, bro. That is a tough one. Yeah. Dude, that's a legal say, that's, economic oof. question. No, not, not so much, but I'm saying, like... In the world of crypto, how do you think people react? I mean, I don't think it would kill uh, crypto altogether. Um, I will say I thought what would happen is XRP would just fall down into oblivion and everyone would look back on it and think, hey, remember that time the government went after that? Yeah. Like, that's kind of where I saw that going. Okay. That, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. I feel like people gave up on Ripple so long ago that at this point, they're just kind of like, if, if it goes, it's kind of like your, your cousin that does a lot of drugs. You're just kind of like, well... Timmy's on crack again. There's not really much we can do about that. There's like <laughs> he ODs. He, he ODs. You're like, well, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucks, but like, you know, it was crack. Yes. <laughs> it's Ripple. There's some fentanyl in there. Yeah. All right. Oh, speedball. Oh, whoops. So anything, I think we've spent a lot on the crypto, crypto stuff. There's a lot going on in the news this week um, as like the whole 2020 and 2021, right? I think ever, I don't know. I feel like if you pay attention to the news cycle, there's always something to talk about. That's why I feel bad oh. for not putting out podcasts. Bro, Elaine Capo needs to go get Mitch. Oh, oh shit. I, f I forgot, we literally left him in the other room. I think he's locked in the bathroom or something. Is he still locked in the bathroom? Um, you need me to go get your friend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. can go you go get, grab Mitch for us? I will go, go get your friend for you. Yeah. yeah, appreciate you, man. No problem. All right. This is like commercial break, right? So I'm not going to pause anything. You think we could get sponsored by the Fleshlight? No. I'm not I'm not getting a Fleshlight sponsorship. That's how Joe Rogan started out. I'm not getting a Fleshlight. Humble beginnings. Um, I will take a Fleshlight sponsorship. I've never seen El Capo in my life. Okay, I've been paying attention to Libertarian stuff forever. A long time. A long time. Wasn't there like a comic with a Libertarian dude in it? Yeah. Something, talking about like Jack and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mitch! What's up? Hey, good to see you, Mitch. Did L.A. Capital went and got you? Yeah, he went and got me. He's Locked in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, he decided to go in there now, too, so I guess I'm, I'm coming out here. But it's so nice for you guys to invite me. It's nice to come on here and yeah. you know, talk about things. Everyone in TV land, welcome Mitch yes. Weechin. Yeah. And so, a little bit about yourself, right? You, you uh, hosted the Rev Report, co-hosted the Rev Report. Yeah, yeah, the Jacob Hornberger podcast. That was a blast. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you something about that before we get into any, any current events. How was that uh, working with... Hornberger and the campaigns and and I guess I guess I want to know did you like work with him behind the scenes to set up these topics you know what how, how did it work because it's a presidential campaign yeah right? yeah well um, for one it was awesome working with Jacob Hornberger um, in many ways I consider him to be the Mr. Miyagi to my Daniel son so <laughs> I even told him like a year before he announced I was hearing rumors I was like hey man if you run let, let me know like I, I would I would normally won't campaign for someone but I would campaign for you 100 10%. 
But, um, you know, when we went and did the podcast, we kind of, and I, Jacob kind of wanted to do it this way too, just like roll with the punches, like with whatever people said in the comments, like no matter how crazy some of these questions are, like, like let's just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to do it too. Oh yeah, no. I mean, like, think about it. How many other presidential candidates, you know, did stuff like that? Like, right. How many presidential candidates actually, how many presidents do we have right now that answer questions? No, uh, no. Well, the current one, no. Yeah, the yeah, current no. one doesn't even answer questions. So, so, I mean, listen so. here, Bucko. <laughs> yeah. Come Where on, I'm, man. Where am I? All right, come on. All right, <laughs> Those kids used to touch the leg hairs on my legs by the pool. Now it's you know, up. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I really think Corn Pop was honestly a good guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Corn Pop just wrong people, wrong time. Like yeah. that's the classic story of Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to let you know you're in good company. I got the Jorgensen sign just for flavor, <laughs> nice. but yeah, I was a Hornburger supporter. Voted for, for, voted for him in the straw poll here in Florida, nice. 2019. That's the first time I met you uh, back in the Florida convention. No, yeah. not 2019. It was 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before the feels like it feels like 2019. Yeah. Right, yeah. man. It was before right before Rona. Right before Corona hit. <sighs> yeah. That's in, that's crazy to think about. We were all just. Partying and smoking on Kokesh's bus like nothing. Yeah. That's probably how COVID got started, to probably be honest. Is. Go, go back and listen to that. You guys Damn it, Adam Kokesh. <laughs> you guys eating a bat in there? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, uh, Kokesh. So, my one contact in China just sent me this bat meat. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he, dude, he was such a cool guy for letting me do that. Because looking back on that, I, that was like, I liked Kokesh before I, before I even was libertarian. Yeah. From his video dancing on the Capitol and getting I arrested, that. yeah, I was like, I was like, this this dude's obviously pointing out a flaw in the system, and the the government government's being tyrannical, yeah, obviously, and so I was oh. a fan of him ever since. Wait a minute, the government <laughs> hold being up. tyrannical. Whoa, <laughs> hold up. have you ever seen that? The no, fuck, I, man. I, what are you talking about? I've obviously. never seen that in my life. Before. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We pay taxes anyway. All right, so. Uh, this week in the news, I got this pulled up. Uh, Biden issues executive orders on gun violence, right? Yeah. And I haven't had a chance to dive deep into any of this legislation, right? But seems like bullshit from the very beginning. It's yeah, bullshit. It is. It Let's is. Go ahead and play. They were taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Can we talk about just how confused he looks? He looks like he's looking out into the distance, like, like, I, who's got my wheelchair? I, I really am waiting for the moment that he just finally has a senior moment where he's like, where he just shits his I? pants on camera. <laughs> well, no, no, like where he just loses his mind. It's like, where am I? Who are all you people? Like, why am I in a suit? <laughs> <laughs> Might accidentally say some racist shit too. We don't know. <sighs> well, I mean, he's already said some racist shit. That's and it's just, yeah. But but they always ignore it whenever it's him. Yeah. What was the one with the just as smart as um, poor and, kids are just as smart as white yeah, kids? Yeah. And, oh, if you don't vote for, so bad. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Yeah. Yeah, that one that one's good too. <laughs> I hate the fact that there's more than one. And then Charlamagne, the man's like, hey. hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> at least he had enough common sense. Like, I know. Well, he, like, at least he was good. Like, good yeah. on him. Well, Charlamagne's real, bro. You can't yeah. just you can't just go on his podcast and spew bullshit. Like he's gonna. This ain't CNN. Yeah, it's not exactly. <laughs> it's not CNN. Yeah, and I I think I'm starting to see a change in kind of like uh, Black American culture to where they're kind of questioning more stuff that comes from 
the left side of things. Oh, I think Maj, Maj Ture even. He's doing up. a great job of it. Eric, Eric uh, July's doing a great job. I think all of those guys, we need to just push them Zuby? out to the... Zuby? Zuby. Yeah, yeah. Zuby's, oh, Zuby's great. He's doing yeah. a good job. Uh, we just need to push him to the forefront. I, I know a lot of people are against targeted... Uh, targeted... What what am I looking for here? Propaganda. Propaganda, I guess. It's not propaganda. It, it is, is propaganda. but it's not. Yeah. It's just propaganda. It's, it's our propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Good problem. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's as, Maj, as Maj put it. Like, you know, these people, you know, why have the Democrats been winning in the hood for so long? It's because they're the only ones going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, they're, of course, people down there aren't going to, you know, trust any other people, even the Republicans, per se, because mm-hmm. you've given us no reason, you've given people no reason to, you know, trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is just spot on, even from like a crowd psychology perspective. Yeah, that's a fair point. I never actually thought of that, where like, the Republicans don't go to the hood. I oh, dude, I think about that shit all the time, oh. and that's why that's why I went to the Maj event in Tallahassee because I was like, there's gonna be some black guys there and black families there who have never heard of the Libertarian Party, let alone the Mises Caucus, you know, and just hand out some, distribute some literature. Or well, even like Jacob Hornberger and Spike Cohen, they went door knocking. I think it was in that one neighborhood in North Carolina. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, like that was, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. Like, yeah. you, like shit, how many presidential candidates are going door to door knocking? Like you always hear the cliche yeah. of like campaigning and all that. And you, no. all those things you grew up seeing in school, they did not pan out. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I guess we'll get to the video. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the second amendment. They're phony arguments. Suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake and what we're talking about. You're a phony. So, so before he comes after your Second Amendment rights, he wants to let you know that he's not coming after your Second Amendment rights whatsoever. Have you, have either of you guys read the executive orders? Because I actually took the time to read them this morning. Thank you. I, I didn't read them directly, no. but I, I do have an idea of what both of them are. Okay. Yeah, so I have an idea about. The are you guys ones. familiar with the Green New Deal? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yes. You remember how it just kind of goes over points, it doesn't actually do anything? Yeah. It's essentially the same concept with guns. He's like, assault rifles are bad. High-capacity magazines are bad. It's a mental health problem. And then it's like, we don't really have a way to resolve it, but these are the problems. So he's, he's, <laughs> encouraging, he's encouraging the Congress to try and do something about it? Or individual states and governors? Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What... what what I had seen was the whole ghost gun thing. Right. That could, was his big thing. Yeah, all I could think with that was like, so you're making it harder for people to make guns illegally. That That's already illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to tell you. You can, you can make unserialized guns. I don't think it's illegal. It's Does illegal it, to sell them. You can, okay. Print, okay. you can print a part of the... like. No, you can build the whole gun. You can build the whole gun? Whole you gun. can 3D print you just, a whole you can, gun. You can only sell parts of it. Legally. Okay. Correct, yes. So, Oh, wait. So I could print a whole gun... In the 3D printer that we do not have, and and then sell the parts individually. Correct. If I sold the whole gun, that would be illegal. Correct. From your understanding. Yes. Not legal advice. Not legal advice. Correct. All right. Good. Anyway, so. Which I think I think you can't. What about potato guns? My uncle Cecil Cecil had a potato gun. Can't sell that. That thing could take your head off. Yeah, you can't sell that. You ever seen a potato hit a tree at max velocity? Pretty fucking awesome. It hurts. 
You've been hit by a potato gun? Correct, yes. You, you would die. No, no, it was a compressed air tank you would, attached to it. No, no, my buddy shot me. I feel it. like it would be like the worst airsoft gun hit ever. I had a bruise. Like, <laughs> Funny <laughs> enough, I had a bruise the size of a potato on my side. Who would have thought? Imagine <laughs> imagine instead of paintball or like airsoft, you're just going around with potato cannons. Bro, if somebody was... It's like a bazooka, really. Not a chance I would do that. <laughs> it's basically a bazooka. No, dude, you would die. That's what I'm saying. You, the, the way I... Sh- you know... First experience with any gun ever was a potato gun, and that thing, uh, ex- the tr- it, we hit a tree with it. Yeah. He sprayed some uh, hairspray in it, and there was like a little ignition button. Yeah, yeah, pushed yeah. it. The thing went. Poof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the redneck potato gun. Yeah, See, I, I've only ever seen the wimpy potato gun that they sell at the dollar store and stuff, yeah, where like you like you stick it on the potato and then it shoots like a little bit of a potato. It's like like a little marshmallow shooter. Yeah, it's, it's practically a marshmallow shooter. Like, except those are probably better. See, we made one with a bunch of PVC pipe and a compressed air tank that you screwed into the back, and all you had to do was shoot it was turn this little lever, yeah. and that's how much air you'd let through. So if you flip it all the way, it just Ooh. Sounds more like a pot- uh, potato mortar. Yeah. It, it would <laughs> launch these. I'm talking like we we shot it across a full football field. Like it went. You send those to the military guys in Afghanistan. The fuck is this? Yeah. Over there they. Do I feel like they would probably have so much fun with that. Oh, absolutely. On their downtown, yeah. like oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Set up a spring potato gun. Just tripwire. Right, Moral of the story: <laughs> can't sell potato. Well, you you can't sell potato guns you make mm. on your own. You can make them your own, yeah. Um, well, you can't sell a lot of things you make on your own. Yeah, Biden wants to take your potato guns. That's what we're trying no to tell you. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Gun. I wanted to talk about that. That specific statement. Because in the Constitution, right, these rights are inalienable. Which means no one can take them from you. That That is just so poorly phrased, too, because it's just like... Well, if they're if they're not absolute, then what does that mean for every amendment we've added over the years? Yeah. Um, you know, abolishing slavery, um, ending prohibition, starting prohibition, starting <laughs> prohibition. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess the income tax. Yeah. That. Ooh, I like yeah. That one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's that's the best one that I heard. I heard. This Actually, past maybe week. he has a point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah. I guess you can argue either way. There's exceptions to something like slavery, right? Like yeah. the United States government and the states can still enslave people, right? Yeah, Kamala Which, Harris. Yeah, yeah. Kamala Harris does it a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's real good at it. Yeah. She's real good for nonviolent drug offenses and stuff. But so what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is. Your rights, we all agree at this table, and maybe those listening to this podcast agree, but not everyone agrees that our rights are bestowed upon us by God or whoever, right? Your human nature... Cthulhu. Yeah, Cthulhu, who, the flying spaghetti monster, whoever, has bestowed these rights upon you. They are yours to keep and yours to hold forever, right? Joe Biden's saying they're not. He's saying the government can take them from you with, with the swipe of a pen, or in this case, um, someone holding Joe Biden's wrist and kind of like flailing his arm on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, right, pretty much. Yeah, no. Um, that's kind of all. I, I don't really want to listen to him, honestly. I don't particularly care to listen to him either. Yeah, so it's, uh, that's the problem with Joe Biden is he's not entertaining like Trump was. You know, well, like I there's love listening to Obama. I could listen to that oh, man well, speak and fall asleep. Well, yeah, Obama yeah. And, and Trump both had something to them. Joe, yeah. it's kind of like they were so desperate that this is who we got. Well, he doesn't even know what he's doing up there. 
I mean, look at him. He's acting like he's got a child's head in his hand and he's about to sniff it. Yeah, and his son just admitted to smoking Parmesan cheese, which, like, I, I don't know. That reminds me. I need, to, I need to contact some Democrats and have a victory lap with I was right about Hunter Biden being a crackhead. Yeah. yeah. He's a crackhead. Go, go ahead. Do that. Because they were denying it flat out. Yeah. Just flat out, no, he didn't. And he's admitting there, like, I was smoking crack, so, like, I was addicted to crack so much, I was picking up anything that resembled crack. Real quickly with that, like, it seems like there's a lot lately where months ago people were calling me insane and then they just come out and, like, do it. Like, yeah. Like, there's been a lot of that lately. Where Vaccine passports. Did you see passports? the about the microchips? The yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like stop making me say Alex Jones was right. I really want to say he's wrong. I actually would love to say he's wrong over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. But, like, ah. Uh, next thing you know, they're going to be like, oh. So, George Soros funded the microchips, and then we're all gonna be like, well, fuck. Let's <laughs> see, that's, that's what I, I don't, I don't know the microchips you guys are talking about, but that's, that's why we don't censor anyone, oh. right? Because, really, we don't know shit. Like, there is a whole, uh, security clearance system that keeps people out from knowing shit on purpose. Yeah. So, for us in the public to speculate on things and just call people crazy is absolutely retarded. There's no, there's no way around that. Yeah. Like, you can't even speculate on anything. But that's what our job is. We speculate on stuff. We speculate on everything. Yeah, We're I mean, great at speculating. But that's why you have to have, like, a skeptical mind, right? Yeah. A skeptical mind towards anything. And I'm still not getting the vaccine. Uh, we could skip. I get... Are we on vaccines now? We just talked about vaccines. No, we, we, can, we, we, we can just keep going. We, we don't keep need going. to talk about the vaccines. We can talk about them when we talk about them. Yeah, we talk about them. All right. Uh, or you can skip to whatever you got on them. No, nah, we can go ahead and talk. On that about note, it. though, I just want to say it's it's crazy. I expected the long term effects to be long term effects. I didn't expect Johnson and Johnson to fuck up right away. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Johnson Johnson, Johnson Johnson, yeah, <laughs> we got we got stuff on that. <laughs> yeah. So U.S. Uh, health officials continue pause of Johnson Johnson vaccine via NPR. So we're not we're we're using NPR guys. We used CNN last week, too. Yeah, we used CNN last week. We don't just go to uh, the Mises Institute or something I mean, like that. Honestly, I love using these sources because it's, it's like, ha! <laughs> yeah, it's like, ha, I can, I can, I can play that game, too. Yeah, it's like, th this, is, this is your team. They actively disprove themselves. It's crazy. And that's the funny thing. Like, they date all of their articles, but, like, you go back six months, eight months, you read this, they're going to be like, oh, Johnson & Johnson's working on the vaccine. They're going to do a great job. Mm -hmm. They're gonna do the best job. And then, like, <laughs> Pfizer, Pfizer and Moderna might be really good vaccines, but my whole skepticism towards the thing, well, the whole vaccine thing was it's rushed, and I just wanna wait and see. It's rushed, and frankly, I grew up as someone distrusting Big Pharma. I was one of those kids that they pumped full of, like, Ritalin and shit because right. I have ADHD. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's one of these things, like, these are the people who pump me up with drugs. Do you, am I really supposed to think they have my best interest at heart? Even more concerning is the left used to be hardcore against these people. Like, fucking Zach Braff had a movie called Garden State, where the story of the movie is the character has been drugged up on stuff his whole life, and only when he goes home for his mom's funeral, he finally starts feeling human again. Mm -hmm. And now the same person who made this movie is all, like, crazy liberal and... You should really get the vaccine. Like, it's like, what the fuck happens to the left? They, yeah. They were the one that pushed all those regulation on pharmaceutical companies in the early 2000s, too. Yeah. With, 
don't know where what happened to that left, but I, I'd like them back. And the guys who were mad at Martin Screlly, all on the left, right? Yeah. So I, I understand. And now they're like, yeah, no, you need to be forced to take a vaccine. If not, this, this, and this. And it just be, continues to just add on to the things that happen if you don't get this vaccine. Meanwhile, states like Texas and Florida doing great with coronavirus, the COVID numbers and stuff, and states with strict lockdowns up in the Northeast and uh, in the North, I guess, Midwest area. Midwest and yeah. Northwest. Yeah, Midwest and Northwest. Not doing so good. I mean, not necessarily. It's kind of just the North. North. Yeah, Northeast. Kind of, Pacific, with stricter lockdowns. Pacific Northwest. Numbers not so good. Economy not so good. No. It, you know, right, right now. Riots. Riots are, I mean, to, are pumping. To be fair, Minnesota's just fucking up for the whole country. Like Minnesota has Minnesota. I it, get so upset about Minnesota this. has fucked this country up to oblivion over the last two Give years. Give it back to Canada. It's all your fault. It's not Harambe. It's fucking Minnesota. I love. I love that for the first time, as someone from Detroit, I don't feel like I'm from the worst part of America. Well, uh, I actually fuck with Michigan. I fuck with Detroit because Detroit, Detroit held in there. Like, the people who are still in Detroit have held in there through the financial crisis, through, through the car company, the car the, manufacturers. The other leaving, financial crisis. The other <laughs> financial crisis. Uh, even if you're close by, like, Flint, Michigan, right? I don't know how far away that is from Detroit. It's fairly far. Fairly enough, far. Right? Okay. I mean, it's not far. It's not far in the sense that it's the other side of the state, but it's far enough to be, like, a completely different part. I fuck with people from Michigan. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm here in Tampa-ish. Yeah, no, freaking Florida. I mean, Michigan is a great state. I mean, the thing is, it has always been one of the most corrupt states. Yeah. Um, whether it be Whitmer, the mayor of Detroit, every mayor of Detroit, it feels like, has always been corrupt. It's It has been a cess- like a leeches are, for some reason or another, are just drawn to Detroit. Government money. Yeah, government money. <laughs> it really is for yeah, all the yeah. companies. Yeah. So... This Johnson & Johnson vaccine uh, obviously causing some side effects in a, a lot of people. Enough, <laughs> maybe not a lot of people, let's say enough for the government to say, hey, we're going to hold back on this, right? And so I'm just stressing the importance of our viewpoint of letting people have the choice to not take these vaccines and wait it out and not rush to any um, vaccine passports like we were talking about last Dude, week. Dude, I'm good wearing masks for another year if it means that the vaccine is going to be as safe as possible yeah. for the most people. And it's- I brought this article up by by um, Reuters just to just to show you guys why. Like these are companies Johnson Johnson knew for decades that asbestos lurked in its baby powder. Literally, baby powder gave people cancer from Johnson and Johnson, and you want us to take a vaccine from this company willingly. Force, do you want us to get forced to take vaccines from companies like this? That's all I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything else. So can I? Can I hit the tough question then? Go ahead. Yeah, tough. question. Because we we talked about this earlier, and when we were at lunch, and hit Robert me. Yes. gave me a this, very very dirty look. I, I want. Uh, yeah, I want your opinion on it. So this is this is me as a libertarian questioning myself and all of us. Yeah. So with the vaccine passports, they're done by private companies. So it's hard for us as libertarians to say, hey, this is, you know, the government forcing something on us because it's not. It's private companies. How do we as libertarians justify that? And I heard uh, Angela McCardle talking about this on Free Man Beyond the Wall, that um, that podcast, Stephen Molyneux's podcast. And I heard, uh, um, I think Spike Cohen was it? No, it was, it was Scott Horton. Scott, Scott Horton, Horton was, was also on it, Free yeah. Man Beyond the Wall. Um, and they both talked about this specifically. Uh 
I align with the 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 um, just individual rights. Like yes. Whatever's protecting your individual rights at this point, which right now happens to be the state of Florida. Yeah. In our situation. Yeah, I'm uh, much more on the individual side of that too, and frankly, I don't care if it's a free market entity, um, as some of these companies like to claim. I still don't trust them. They're they're still the man. They're still power. You know. Um, and, you know, just because they come from what would be referred to as the private sector doesn't mean they're incapable of using their powers to act like a government. I mean, shit, just look at what uh, big tech did to Parler. Yeah. Like, they, they used their combined powers to basically take out their competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if the private industry wants to, wants to play that same game, I, I think it's very concerning <coughs> because at that point you're just seeing a merger of state and corporate powers. Um, you know, fascism. And mm-hmm. that's what you were saying, yep. too, where you're like, basically, it is the government yeah, through the corporation. Yeah, and, you know, if we take a look at, like, the Constitution and the forefathers, our founding fathers' attempts to limit government intrusion, that is kind of the nature of what Ron DeSantis has done with, with this mandate. Yeah. But, on the other hand, uh, I had a friend I was talking to, and... They pose this question to me. Their mother is a business owner, mom-and-pop shop, right? Uh, so they own the land. They own the shop. She's a vulnerable person. Should she not have the right to uh, mandate her c- customers have vaccine passport or show papers? For things like masks, but distancing, that's that, that's that I understand. Not masks. The, like, yeah, the I, mask I, I know, I know. Yeah. But this is that's, I'm, I just want to pretense with that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, masks, things, distancing, whatever. I can understand why someone would want to be concerned. I work at a small business, so, you know, I get it. But when you get into, like, a vaccine passport or something like that, you're talking about someone's medical privacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when you get, you know, you know, I don't care what the, the free market says, you know, the cypherpunks, the people behind Bitcoin and stuff like that, they champion privacy for a reason. And this is, you know, different powers trying to hack <clears throat> away at that. So maybe it comes down to a privacy question, um, which... I think would be good in in a legal sense, right? We have uh, the Supreme Court has framework saying there is a right to privacy, not directly mentioned in the Constitution, but as Justice blah, 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 forgot what Justice said it in the penumbras of of the different oh, rights. Yeah, the fourth, fifth, ninth, and another one. Yeah, so I I think the first in association first, first fourth, third, fifth, and ninth. Right, and third uh, quartering of troops. Yeah, yeah, fourteenth. So, to the states. Right. So in the penumbras fun legal stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> in the penumbras of these rights, build your right to privacy. Yeah. In all yeah. of these aspects of life. Right. And so that'd be a good thing if it goes to court, I think. Uh, yeah. So uh, as far as someone having their right, kind of what I told this person was, okay, um, first of all, sorry for your whole situation. That's unfortunate. Um, I empathize, and, and we were having a good conversation. Like th- it was because this is fresh stuff. It's so, like so. You're saying you don't want to kill grandma? Yeah, no, I definitely don't want to kill grandma. I don't want to kill anyone. Can't say I agree with that. But, but I want to. I want to live freely, and I want to be able to go about my life <laughs> without having to show papers for anything, or have the government have a database, or anyone have a database with my medical information in it. Right. And so kind of what I told her, I was like, you know, there's more consumers and individuals out there than business owners. And she's like, well, there's a lot of business owners out there. I think, you know, maybe wrong. I was like, well, it's kind of like a square and a rhombus, you know, kind of deal. Like not everyone's a business owner. 
but everyone's a consumer kind of deal. And that's kind of what I said. Like, you what? have to protect consumers' rights. You have to protect individual rights. So my my really funny take on that, the reason why I, I when you were like, oh, so don't you laugh at my grandma. shapes, I was my like, shapes analogies. I was like, well, I mean, I guess you could kill grandma. But like the <laughs> the thought process behind that, there's there's an actual framework. I just don't want your grandmother to die. But if their health is that value valuable to them, and they value their life that much, they will hire someone to do their job for them at a place of business where they have contact with people. If their life isn't that valuable, then they won't. And that's a decision you have to make as a business owner. Are mm-hmm. you willing to take the profit cut to be able to keep your business functioning or are you going to risk your life for your job? Yeah, that's another answer that, you know, maybe it's heartless. Think, it's heartless. Yeah, it's super that, heartless. That's one of those, like, you should put your top hat and monocle on and just, like, tell people to go straight to jail. You're like, yeah. <laughs> so that's one of those libertarian answers i guess yeah, like the give. sunglasses mm-hmm. i'm really classical like you could sense. do it for money <laughs> all right it's uh, economics background coming in whatever you value will make you make your decisions when yeah you don't, i, I you mean don't. and we got the book yeah. here i've only made it a chapter in but i i've enjoyed it so far yeah. uh economics in one lesson is uh, that the copy i lent you that that's a copy you lent me oh, okay. yeah henry Hazlitt. Yeah. great book anyone one listening of my favorites yep all right Moving on, this uh, this is kind of graphic. We can't actually show part of this. Um, is this the video that came out recently? I'll show I'll show Mitch whenever it's uh, the. Uh, or, sorry, we can't play the audio from the gunshot while they're being shot. Well, I mean, thirty-eight uh, people are subscribed to my YouTube channel, so I'm gonna go enough, and say go fuck it. it. Well, I'm saying just for the DMCA. That's fine. So. This is what sparked all the riots that are going on right now across the country. This Was this the gentleman who had the gun on? Yeah, this is Dante Wright. Okay. Well, Dante Wright had... Did he have a gun? <laughs> or am I thinking of a different situation? He is a gun owner. He's been seen in social media clips ha- having a gun. He robbed somewhere, though, right? That's what he's being arrested no, for. No, he's, he's being arrested because his plates are expired, right? And he has a warrant out for his arrest. Yeah, he had a warrant. Potentially for, I guess, maybe robbery. I think it was for armed robbery. Maybe for armed robbery, but yeah. it was back in 2011. Okay, fair enough. All right. Probably still doesn't have the same gun. So. <laughs> or he does, if he's like me. Just I, I, mean, ma- I mean, maybe. I'm not going to give that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, this is my piece. I use this in the armed robbery. I'm, I'm going to keep it for a while. Yeah, it's my trophy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is Shakiku. What are you talking yeah, about? It's my, it's my side. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think, so, first of all, stopping someone for an expired tag... Pretextual stop, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Let's go ahead and say it. It's a pretextual stop, and this is coming from my perspective. I don't know how many times I have to say this. My dad was a police officer. I can see both sides of the argument. I can see the, uh, you know, black, not necessarily Black Lives Matter side, but I can see the side that they're on, right? Like, too much force. Obviously, a lot of libertarians can see that side, too. And I can also see the side where he's resisting arrest. you got to do something. So with that being said, let's go ahead and go. And here it starts. I didn't mean to pause it. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and cut the audio so we'll be good about it. Um, when she pulls out her firearm, she... Oh no, you can, you can play it through where she says taser, you just can't play the gunshot. Okay. There it is. 
Yeah, no, you I almost it. missed it. I almost, <laughs> I almost it. got almost it. Almost missed it. She says it three times though, at least. It's kind of like swipe or no swiping, right? You have to at least say it three times. Yeah, and, Bloody Mary. It, yeah, yeah, Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's yeah. probably a better one yeah, in this yeah, situation. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. All right. Um, so this guy sees the gun, like he. Yeah, he knows, he's like, he knows he's probably in danger. He's like, like bitch, that ain't no taser. That's not a fucking taser. <laughs> that's not like, a that's... fucking taser, ho. Anyway. Seen a taser. A taser doesn't look like a Glock. Yeah. You know, fair point. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, that's... And, taser does not look like a Glock. You know, but they happen to make them look like guns. You know? I've seen... Oh, dude, remember... The, never mind. No, what? The, the day that crazy guy broke into our class, mm. I, I looked in his pocket and he, he actually had a taser... That looked like a gun. Really? And I saw it in his pocket and he was like, oh, four people are chasing after me. They're yeah. trying to kill me. It was nuts. And yeah. we're in law school and this this was like... First day of spring semester. For, yeah, for, no, summer semester. Summer semester. Summer semester in our criminal procedure class. And the guys, the professor is an adjunct professor. It's his first class teaching ever. And I would ask the professor, is this is this a test? Well, he was like, a, <laughs> he was like a prosecutor or something beforehand, right? Like, or... or yeah, he, death penalty prosecutor. Yeah, and he worked with law enforcement all his life, so... Great guy. Shout out Professor Bowen. I, I know he wouldn't mind. Oh, no. He absolutely would not mind. He loves it. That man, is, he's, he's having sex. Great yeah. professor. Um, anyway, dude comes into our class shirtless, wearing a Florida State Seminole, wearing Florida State Seminole shorts. Fuck the Knowles. Fuck the Knowles. <laughs> Go listen to College Football Extravaganza also on a higher frequency podcast. No shameless plug. Anyway, shameless plug. <laughs> anyway, um, came in. He's like, people are chasing me. And I'm like, ah, this dude's on crack. <laughs> he's having a day or he's off his meds or something. Something's going on where drugs are involved. He was off his meds. Yeah, he was off his meds. Yeah. Uh, our, our buddy Angel from the other side of the room just goes and just like walks out. <laughs> just like, <laughs> as soon as this guy steps in the room without a shirt on, he's out. And and I was like, well, he's from the Bronx. Yeah, he's from so the Bronx. So he was he's like, like, I ain't doing this. He's like, I'm not dealing with this no, shit. No, 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 no. I do not want to deal with this. Yeah. yeah. And the, I mean, he he was he had stuff in his pockets, and he was scared that people were gonna. And he kept touching come. his pockets. Yeah, he kept like touching himself. You know how people do. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the whole thing was solved. I think they let him go. We just all kind of filed out the door. Some of us right next to him, which was a bad idea. Like, just awesome. go out the other door, right? But I wanted to. I wanted to kind of make sure he was. I wanted to gauge the situation. And at that time, I was like ten to fifteen pounds lighter yeah. and very confident in my jujitsu stuff. Yeah. And now I'm like, it's been two years out of jujitsu, and so I'm not so confident. But that's a long way of saying we had a crazy guy with what we thought was a gun breaking into our class. And we all ended up having to run out of the classroom because we thought we were going to die. Yep. And it was, I think, a day after like an actual shooting. Mm-hmm. Like it was a serious uh, shooting. Yep. Yeah. 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 There was like a school shooting. Yeah. It must have been like the same week. Or... Yeah. He walked in. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I looked, at, I looked at one of our friends, Jackie. I was like, you got, you got it on you or something like that. I didn't say oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah. She normally I carries. I looked, but she, she not didn't. Not on campus. But... Because it's a gun freezer. The, the worst part about it, though, I, I remember at the beginning, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, I'm about to be used to, like, to make le- gun legislation. That's so upsetting. Like, something I'm working against my whole life, and I'm about to be a statistic. It's like well, that, that's why I've always made it clear to people in my family, if I ever die in a crazy way, please make sure the government try, doesn't use my death for something stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like, please make sure that. It's in my will. Please. It's on like, video. Please. Like, <laughs> this is now on video. Yeah. Yeah, it's on video. And, and not to mention, like... The left would have us go, 
Hold up, intruder. <laughs> hey, hang on. Hang on, just loading my musket real quick. Bloom! Fuck! Hang on again. <laughs> All right, anyway. Or like, wasn't it like 7% accuracy with those things? Oh, they're so bad. I shot them. I could not hit them. I was shooting a tree at like 25 meters and I couldn't hit it. No wonder why. <laughs> it was so sad. No wonder why people had to stand like and stand in front of each other. It was like, what are you, some sort of bitch hiding behind that tree? <laughs> I would just imagine it'd be like, draw. Ah, fuck. Hang on. Right, hang on. <laughs> I gotta reload. Do ten paces again. All right. Uh, you, you did nine and a half that time. I saw you. I saw you. Oh, I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna get you next time. Mr. Kill the audio. Mr. Hamilton. Kill it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Taser, taser, taser. Not a good choice of words for it, but... Blam, blam. And she's like, oh, shit. And the guy's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna take off. And then you gotta, you gotta put the audio back. Mm-hmm. Yep. We put the audio back. As I oh, son of a bitch. Look at his Nothing face. Nothing says oh fuck like that right oh, there. Oh no, the black cop's like, oh shit, yeah, you just it. did it. He paused it right at the perfect time where oh, look at his face is like, you fucking idiot. He yeah. is, oh, he is, he knows. He knows. He's like, this bitch just cost the whole country riots. Oh, yeah. he's, he's yeah. looking at her like, oh god, my job is going to suck so much in the near future. Or he's like, I'm getting sneakers from the Foot Locker tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we can cut it there. So unfortunate uh, situation. We're trying to make light of it. Obviously, look look at the white guy too. White guy's like, oh, white guy's like, shit, bitch. You have to go and do all well, that. It's, it's like even then, there's a lot of cops who aren't stupid. Like they understand that there's a lot of dumbasses in their departments. Yeah. Like, like even even my dad during the George Floyd thing, he worked as a motor carrier officer, and even he was like the. Nowhere was I ever taught to fucking kneel on someone's neck like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like that was... Because you're not. Yeah. You're not yeah. taught to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, especially where they're going, like, I can't breathe, and then being unresponsive for at least, like, what, two minutes? Well, there was a whole thing with that, too. It's like, from the very beginning, you think they would have figured out that this guy is having some sort of adverse reaction or something. Yeah, at the very least, a mental, a mental breakdown. Well, there's a point, too, where, like, there's foam coming out of George Floyd's mouth, and one yeah. of them says, like, what is that? And, and he's like, oh, I was just playing basketball. It's like, dude, you guys should realize that something more is going on here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like... Right, and then while people are like with the whole George Floyd thing, it's not off topic. It's it's no, super on topic. I mean, yes, yeah, is... this is it. Right, that's the whole essence of the argument. Is like cops should have an understanding of when their their use of force is exceeding the legal limit. Right, obviously here it exceeded the legal limit um, accidentally. Damn, she still has his ID. Uh, yeah, well, that's. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize that she still got his ID. That's, that's her. Uh, that's her vaccine card. Oh okay. Yeah. Anyway, she was showing him her paper. She's she just before made, she shot before she just to make sure like she's in the right. She's like here here it is, blam. <laughs> anyway, he, I mean at the very least like he's not even that dangerous. He's been out since what 2011. I mean maybe he's a dangerous guy. Even if he is a danger, right? You just let him go and you chase him. Right. Right. You're trained for high-speed chases. Correct? Or you just let him go and you find him again. Yeah. High-speed chase is technically considered use of deadly force. So. Yeah, it is. Um, my, my dad one time was in a chase and he had to let the guy go for that very reason. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it reaches that point where it's too dangerous for the surrounding people, right? And, and the officers. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so in this case, I'm not sure what's going to happen an hour ago via um, Sunday Times. Minnesota riots 
Officer Kim Potter, who accidentally shot Dante Wright, charged with manslaughter. Hundred percent negligent killing. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Manslaughter. Is. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that that's really good that they're going for that and not trying to go for anything higher because mm-hmm. that I think that's the problem with some of these other things. They want to go for like. What is it? You guys help me out here. Third degree murder, where you have to prove that someone woke up that morning with the intent. First. Yeah, first, first woke up. Yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. with the intent to go out and harm someone or so that's that That's what they person. charged Chauvin with originally. He got murder one, and then they brought it down to murder two, and now they're just arguing for manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure like, with any any criminal homicide, you you it requires intent. Yeah. It requires intent. So, so... That's the thing. Unless you're able to go through this person's text messages or like right. their... Their, their internet history or something like that to get an idea that oh that looks like they really hold a grudge against it like yeah, you can't really prove that yeah, it's not yeah. but it it yeah you're right Mitch it, it goes it and you can develop intent right yeah like while he was kneeling, kneeling on George Floyd's neck he's gonna be like I'm gonna kill this guy and like kneel even harder like you could see him if he did yeah. that or something you know he, it would he could come up with the intent yeah. And I haven't been keeping up with the trial as much the past couple I days. I watch it every day. So, so I'm not <laughs> I, sure. I don't need more black pills. Right. So like I, I, for the state of the world, like that's. There's, I mean, but I, keeping I up with depressed. the trial is good. It's like good for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. For you guys, I totally get that. Yeah. It's just with me, it's like the state of the world and everything. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Michael Malice, the white pill, the black pill, yeah. and all that. I love like, Michael Malice. Big fan. Can you explain the white pill and the black pill real quick? Because there was only a red pill. And a blue pill, and now there's a white pill and a black pill. Okay, yeah, and I also would like to state that the gold pill and the orange pill, as much as I love the things that they are built on, they are illegitimate pills, and as far as I'm concerned, they are worse than street drugs. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. But it's a different dichotomy with the white pill and the black pill. What about the pill I got across the way? Is that one one sketchy, too? Uh, I don't know. You shouldn't take... Was it Viagra? Don't take that one. (laughs) Oh, it might have been Viagra. Oh. But, um... (laughs) We'll see about that one. Sorry. The, 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 the black pill is basically to see that the, the world is doomed. Um, there's no hope. Like, there's... Uh, we are going down a very dark path. It's like existential no existential. It's basically crisis. nihilism. It's yeah. basically nihilism in a sense. Oh, okay. except, for, except it's not nihilism in your own individual sense. It's in the sense that the way you see the world. The way we're going. Uh, the white pill is there's still hope. There's always still hope. Yeah. yeah. So you're white pilled. Absolutely. There we go. There we go. Optimist. Right. I mean, I, 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 I always have problems with the black pill, and then I have to go back and rewatch that video from the Democratic Socialists thing of point of personal privilege, all this chattering, uh, and that, that is like the ultimate white pill. Because yeah. it, it, it tells you like, oh, this is what we're up against. Oh, we're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It makes me so mad because I'm an advocate. My name's Robert. I'm an advocate of Robert's Rules of Order during meetings and stuff, and... The first thing I get sent is like, I don't want it to be this shit. And like, I get sent this thing like, poor personal privilege. There are people breathing too loud in this <laughs> in this area, and I just I'm triggered. And I'm like, that's not. I would kick him out. I would kick everyone in that. Point in personal privilege. The clapping is harmful to my sensory depri- sensory problems. Yeah, I say even that. Like, you go fuck yourself. Like, get out. I would, and someone would be like out of order, and I'd be like, I don't care. You voted for me. I'm here. I, the thing is, is I think if that would happen, like everyone in that room would have left. Yeah. yeah. And the, the democratic socialist America would have ceased to exist. <laughs> that would have just been it. That would have been it. Yeah. What we should do one time is. Go to one of those. Like Steven Crowder does? Act yeah. like a democratic socialist. And then when somebody says that, point of personal privilege, fuck this guy. Just fuck this, <laughs> fuck guy. this guy. Get this him guy. out. He's got a furry suit on. 
I don't like him. <laughs> he's sweating beads and he's looking at me weird. I don't like him. He's touching my knee. Anyway. All right. Uh, so what are we going to expect? Are we going to expect riots all over the country? You should pull up that one guy that you watch all the time. The Twitch channel? Yes. Woke. Well, it's literally just twitch.tv slash woke. Follow us. Wow, that's like a lucky get. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to. What? Woke? Wow, that's Twitch. like. Dot TV slash woke. woke. This guy's awesome. Every time there's like riots or something going on, he's probably on, like, live right now. He's probably live right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to full screen the thing. All across the country, different channels. Oh, shit. Yeah. Have you never seen this? No. Wow, this is. This is the kind of street journalism I always respect. Oh, dude, it's oh, yeah. amazing. Like, um, they're, I think they're actually there. So I'm gonna cut the audio. Yo, props to whoever's all doing this on the ground. Damn. So there's one guy who's at all of them, but he's not there today. Oh no, he is Andrew Mercado. He has been. He was in Portland. Yeah. He was in um, L.A. He was in Kenosha. He was in Washington. This dude is literally everywhere for all of the riots. I would love to do that, like just journalism. I mean, I think yeah. Ford Fisher does that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have you guys ever heard of Charlie LaDuff at all? No. No. Um, he's a journalist from, well, not journalist, he doesn't like being called a journalist, um, a reporter from Detroit who wrote a book called Shit Show, The Country's Burning and the Ratings Are Great. Phenomenal book. But a good great portion book. of the, a good book. Great, name, great name. I mean, like, considering what we're seeing right here, I think yeah. the, the, the title has a... I mean, it's very... Just leave that up. You can just leave it up. Well, they're, but, well, they're um, mostly peaceful, right? But... Well, yeah, for right now. Yeah, mo- peaceful. mostly peaceful protests. I don't know. LaDuff ends up going to Ferguson, though, right after the Michael Brown situation in the book. And yeah. that is a very interesting chapter. That's where I found this channel, actually, um, was during Ferguson. Really? Yeah. I oh, was so they've been around for that long. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's been wow. around forever. Whenever there's some... Uh, Hong Kong was streamed on this, too. Yeah. During the Hong... I was showing you that in class, actually. Yes, you were. watching this, yeah. Yep. Uh, this has been uh, good, a good source of information as far as... Because if you watch CNN or Fox, they're going to give you whatever storyline they want to give you. You're watching this. There's a potential. There's potential shit that might just hap- like pop off. Remember when know? Kyle Rittenhouse shot those people? Yeah. Andrew Mercado was at the gas station across the street and was actually like his film was some of, I think, the ones that were used. Really? Because I remember watching it live. Like, I heard the gunshots, I watched it happen, and I didn't know what was going on. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, you know, playing League on one screen, and I had this shit going on the other, and I hear gunshots. I'm like, oh, shit, it's popping off. Yeah, I think we used, we might have used some of this footage in our podcast. All, that yeah, we did on. probably. Yeah, so. He's um, literally everywhere. This guy's nuts. Shout out, Andrew props, McCardo. Props. Like, anyone who could do the real reporter shit, like, that is, especially in this day and age with, like, CNN, MSNBC, all mm-hmm. those, like. As far as I'm concerned, they're not even journalists. They're just yeah. preppy college kids who are now writing um, who are now writing current events papers for a living okay. and copying each other's work. Yes, yeah. and just making it slightly different. It's so itself. dangerous to do what he does too. I mean, yeah, imagine some I mean, of the stuff he sees and who he's around. Well, I mean, even in, even even in the book Shit Show, um, eventually Duff comes across some looters who are looting a a, a small. Family, a small business business and you know there's a guy outside trying to get him to not like you all even from around here you know yeah. it's a really really great scene honestly the best scene of the book in my opinion just because it's very very telling but um, he, he almost ends up getting assaulted there too when they're looting yeah. um, as yeah. he puts it uh, turns out people don't like being filmed doing illegal things exactly like, and oh, yeah. that's some of the stuff with this too yeah yeah no there's a there's a big like well that's the thing these guys 
you might think that you know, some of the, the, the people on the ground would be on their side. They're probably not. Yeah. I find that to be <clears throat> one of the hardest arguments to bring people over to our side of it um, whenever it comes to the police brutality and then the subsequent violence in the streets that happens later and the looting and stuff. I find it very hard to convince the other side, uh, uh, maybe not even the other side, just everyone who's like, these, you know, there needs to be protest to like gear, like shift their focus from private businesses to your actual source of tyranny, right? Well, yeah. That's the thing. They, I always hear like these excuses of like, oh, they're rising up against the system. What? Some guy who owns a business who's just barely getting by trying to feed his family? Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's like targeted. he's the one who's oppressing you. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the, in Kenosha, they burned down a used car dealership. It's like, that guy is probably scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel. Oh, God. He's yeah. a used car salesman. Yeah. Well, it you, doesn't get lower. I'm just imagining like Gil from The Simpsons. Like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he goes to work and he finds his whole fucking place burned down. Or like, that, inventory like that guy from the Avatar that's like, my cabbages, like they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who gets his cabbages fucking Every around. fucking time. Every it's crazy. Time. But it's like, this guy isn't the power. Yeah. No, he's not the authority. He's yeah. doing his best. He's not the man. And then the willingness of the police to just let this shit happen to private businesses. Well, that's where it's the worst because it's like... The police won't do shit when this is all going on. But they'll do but, shit with, like, but, government. Yeah, know? God forbid, though, that in Michigan, some guy decides to open up his restaurant. Oh, my God, we arrest. need to send the cop to arrest this man. Like, this horrible fucking bigot needs to be taken. Like, that's mm -hmm. the way they see it. It's just a church like, in Canada with the... That was a Polish church. Yeah, yeah. last week, yeah. yeah. That guy? Yeah. That's yeah, your that people. Hero, uh, hero of the week last week. Oh, I love that guy. That guy. <laughs> so you saw that video? I didn't. What, was, what would happen? I, I I heard there was something with like a church in Canada. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah I didn't see the Polish video. Pastor was. Uh, you could watch our last week's episode. We talked oh, about was it this the guy that said that he is? Oh, get out! Get yeah. out! Yeah, he had he had been through all this stuff and he was seeing it happen again. That was yeah. the way he put it. Yeah. Okay, I think I. We won't go into it. We won't go into it. Yeah, yeah, oh, you can man. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, he was really, really good. Based and red pilled. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. I love that. Hell guy. yeah. But that's that's it it's just it's just hard for me to sit back and and say like the police are doing their job when people with private businesses are not being protected and then they That's can't. literally the one job I would want you to do. Yeah. yeah. Is protect the people and you can't even fucking do that. No, you'll just do oh some little girl set up a lemonade stand. Yeah. Bitch can't do no that. Permit. Bitch, no, no permit. permit. Where's your papers, bitch? Well, yeah. Look at that. They have their whole police precinct board boarded up. They've got Concrete barriers with fences around them. What about the businesses in the area? Yeah, no, no <laughs> they're gonna no, get no. They're, they're telling that good luck, good luck, and if you defend yourself, we're gonna prosecute you. Yeah, yeah. like that's which that's a whole nother thing. It's like well, another reason why Florida is so great. At least, at least you know. Grant, I'm not a fan of the Republicans, but at least our governor had enough common sense to put it into like, yeah, you you have this right, and we're yeah. gonna defend that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like life, liberty, and property. Protect them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And and on the other end, in some of these states, private business owners can't even protect their property to the fullest extent of what they should be able to, right? Like, at what point uh, can you stop protecting your business, you know? Yeah. And, and at this point, it, we're seeing that the rioters' rights, I guess, to steal your shit, fuck up your whole life, livelihood, it, it outweighs your right to protect your shit at this point in this country, which it, sh it didn't start off like that it, in this country. It, it never should be that it way never should anywhere, be there. in my opinion. Yeah. Because that's, uh, yeah. 
You know, it's amazing how when we're young, we're taught don't steal. But then when you get older, it's like, well, you're allowed to steal if you're punching up against some mm-hmm. imaginary, like, patriarchy or some shit like that. You yeah. know, like, yeah. like the... I'm all for... Just the first one that comes to mind. And I'm all for everything they're saying. Like, more police training, maybe even defund the police, you know, in, in certain arguments, right? But I'm not for the way in which they're carrying out... Before my training, um, as far as like defunding, I don't know about defunding. What I think is they need to be demilitarized. That's for a good sure. Way like to put that it. is that is yeah. the one thing. Like we forget that under Obama, he was giving these weapons of war that the military had no use for to like police like like nothing. Police should not have APCs. They should not have BTRs. They should not have any of these vehicles that are used for military purposes. Yeah, it's like, crazy. But my M1 Abrams is so badass, bro. Yeah. Or M1 Abrams. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to drive a tank as much as the next person. Oh, shit. We almost forgot about talk, talking about this. Biden appointed that the new guy to head of the ATF. The same guy who Waco. was... Waco. Waco. He yeah. was in charge. Not oh in charge. God, the guy... Yeah. The, the yeah. captain of whatever was going on in Waco, right? Yes. I can't remember... David... The, David... Uh, I'll look it up. We got the power I of the I can't goose. remember the guy's name because I wasn't on the podcast because Chaz and Eric were there, but there was one guy who's a Waco survivor that we actually oh, interviewed David on the Koresh. Revolution Report. That's David Koresh. No, David Koresh David was the... David Chipman. Who was David Chipman? Yeah. So, oh yeah, David Koresh was the guy. Yeah, he was the, he was the guy that they were going after. Yeah, this guy, and maybe even maybe even we can find uh, a picture of him in front of. Oh, oh NPR the, doesn't even mention Waco in that. Yeah, right. Uh, somewhere on the Libertarian Party of Florida and the Libertarian Party of Mises Cogget, here here is the picture that I'm referring to. Is yeah. that actually him? Because I haven't yeah. been able to get a confer- confirmation. It looked. It, I, I mean, it looks saw, like him. I saw something where they kind of lined the face up with the dots and stuff. Yeah. It look. It looks legit. <laughs> it that looked legit. So right now, this is a picture of him uh, being all tough, going after people because they had guns with a gun in his hand. Standing in the burning smolder with women and children. Only the government and, can make a doomsday cult look like the good guys. Right. I know, right? Like, that's... That's crazy to me. <laughs> they did such a good job of it, too. Yeah. Also, the if you don't know anything about Waco, you know, obviously do research on Waco. But also, watch the Netflix documentary. It, I think it's a docuseries. Yeah. You know, obviously, maybe it's a little uh, hyperbolic in some sense. But I think it was really well well put together. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, right? I think they did a good job. Um, this is crazy with this guy. I forgot about that. Yeah, so that was earlier this week, right? That was like Monday. Yeah, and so yeah. so now with with this guy in, and when Waco happened, obviously the ATF was looking for some sort of credibility, right? Like Ruby Ridge happened, and then shortly after Waco, which that's a whole other case. Only the government could make. Freaking neo Nazis look like the good guys. Like, what was Jesus. the other place they shot up? The ranch. Was there another place they shot up? Ram Ranch. Not Ram. Dude. I know you don't. You might not, not know. Was it Bundy, Bundy, Bundy Ranch? There was the Bundy Ranch yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that else, was, right? But the Bundy Ranch. What happened was they. Um, there was this. Basically, Harry Reid was trying to take all this money to do this whole solar project that he had a lot of money in, basically yeah. trying to booster his own portfolio. He needed the land. Yeah, he wanted the land which Bundy had used uh, to graze his cattle on. 
And they, the excuse they had was, oh, we're doing this for the native tortoise of the area. And then you're seeing these dudes with guns show up. It's like, yeah, I don't think this is about the tortoises. Yeah. Protect <laughs> the turtles. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm, all, I'm a nature guy altogether. But he I, didn't get to keep his land, right? I think he did, yeah, if I remember properly. Because okay. it was one of those things where they... Then his son, Clive and Bundy, uh, kind of went a little off the rails and took over like a nature center or some shit. I was watching that happen. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I like about that. why a nature so, Like what? That was in like Oregon, too. It was like yeah, a different I, state. Yeah. I saw that and I was just like... The hell is going on here? It like, was, I think it was a state park, and he was saying this belongs to the people. But even then, it's a state park. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you proving here? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? It didn't do a great job. Yeah. No, he, funny enough, job. he came out in favor of Black Lives Matter. Did he really? Yeah, he did. It's, it was, it's not really publicized. It was, wasn't really publicized, and I kind of threw it in people's face. Oh, he's just saying that. It's like, eh. <clears throat> I think he's genuine. Yeah. Like, he does he not like the government. Time. He's, he's the type of... I think he's genuine. Yeah. Well, digressing, just everyone listening at home or watching this podcast know that this guy who it, it was affiliated with the ATF, I don't know what capacity he was involved with the AT, FBI, obviously. I guess he's got an FBI thing there working in cahoots with the ATF. The ATF. Marksman rifle, too. That's yeah. a nice one. So he's, he's now the director or whatever the title is of the ATF now. And so what's, what's going to be the next pretextual, I guess, government raid on, on something, you know, with, with libertarians being labeled domestic terrorists by national security advisors and stuff like that now? I, 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 it scares me a little bit, honestly. It, yeah. it scares me, but the thing is, I, I wonder too, because it's like they don't really have a big group like the Branch Davidians to go look at, you know? Yeah. Like, who, who are they going to... I mean, even like the the Boogaloo groups and stuff like that. Those groups are so small. Five, six people. Yeah, like it's, like it's you know you're not exactly infiltrating a big organization or mm-hmm. anything like no. that. Um, That's true. So I, I really don't know. Like it's 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 hard to say. Yep. <clears throat> We're just pointing this out because fuck this guy. Yeah. Fuck him. Yep. True. Fight um, the power. Yep. Fuck Johnson and Johnson. It's another one. Yeah, they're. Terrible. You want to close another tab and we can see who we're who we're saying to fuck next. No, oh, yeah. fuck the U.S. Health Department. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Terrible CDC. Fuck the CDC. Fuck the CDC. Yeah. Terrible. Woke. Um, I got yelled at the other day. Shout out Wokestream on Twitch. Yeah. Go watch him whenever riots are popping off. Um, go mm. get you some Coinbase IPO. Go get you some Dogecoin. Close out the Woke one real quick. We still got Not a financial advisor. Uh, fuck the police. Yeah, fuck the police. Of course. The shitty ones. Yeah, that's shitty. One. Fuck the shitty Look, ones. Look, and Fuck police coming straight from the underground. I, yeah. I think that I think we kind of didn't answer or that. Or the garage. As far as, as, far as <laughs> not the, an underground in here in Florida. Yeah, that's about as underground as you're gonna get in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I looked up places with basements in Florida, and it's like that non-existent North Florida. No, yeah, maybe a little bit, and there's like 50 of them in the whole state. Um, but back to like the defunding of police and stuff. I'm kind of on the fence where I think localities should decide. Whether they privatize or like fund, yeah, or like maybe even state small level, but no funding from the Fed, right? Yeah, I don't that's like ultimately that. what kind of my fu- my personal fight is for liberty is like get the Fed out of as much as I possibly can, yeah. right? So that's a good that's a good one. I think it was even Murray Rothbard who said something to the extent I could be wrong. Um, could you ever imagine a private organization getting away with the type of and when we say private, I mean in the true free market sense. Um, could you ever see them getting away with the type of crap that the state gets away with? Oh, no. Yeah, no, no yeah. way. No. Not a chance. Security guard doesn't have, uh, what's it, not diplomatic immunity. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, qualified immunity. Qualified immunity. Yeah. Yes. 
That's true. Yep. All right. Any last plugs uh, before we before we go? This has been a good podcast. Do you have any plugs you want to get out there? Uh, I would say just check me out on Minds Minds dot com because uh, screw the alt, screw the mainstream and go to the alternative. Even Miwi, right? Like you got a Miwi too. Yeah, Miwi's there too. But yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, so it's, it's a little sus. It is sus. It is very sus. But yeah. Minds, I trust Bill Oddman. I love everything about them. Check out the Revolution Report on Minds. Also, um, if you want cool merch like the Freedom in Four Languages tank top that I'm wearing here, check out the Libertarian Frontier. Not the Frontier Project, a totally different thing. But if you look up the Libertarian Frontier, we're on the first page. We should be anyway. Sweet. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Um, yep. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Yep. Check us out on Higher Frequency Podcast Network. This has been the Luchador of Liberty Freedom Report. As well, and I wouldn't start a war in Libya. I'd quit bombing Yemen, and I'd quit bombing Pakistan. I'd start taking... This is how the war on drugs is presented. We're concerned about your health, so we're going to send you to prison. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is America. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So... Well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. frustrated with mainstream ideologies? If you're an active duty soldier, then these absurdly common factors that accompany being a critical thinking human being now coin you as a potential terrorist or radical extremist. And then I'm coming all the way to Washington, D.C. to 